Good morning and welcome back to Big Thoughts. This is me, Trevor Baker, and we're going to be talking about the world today because a lot of crazy stuff has just happened in the world, and you probably know what I'm talking about in, in the news at all. Some crazy stuff has happened this weekend, and I guess we got to talk about it because if we don't talk about it, well, th- that would be bad on my part since I'm trying to keep up with the what's what, what's going on, but maybe, just maybe, you don't know what's going on. Maybe you didn't know... Uh, what happened just recently Maybe you don't even know what happened in the sports world just recently Which was awesome by the way And this is why Big Thoughts is around To give you a big thought of what is going on And what I think about this crazy stuff that happens in the world today Planet Earth The planet we live on I have some thoughts about Apple as well Just listening to their new design for their phone So we got plenty of content today And maybe we should just jump right in Maybe I should stall a little bit longer and act like I have more of an intro prepared than I do. Yeah, but I don't. First off and foremost, we got to talk about what happened, what I wanted to happen, and why it's exciting, and why I was kind of right, okay? I do not say that I predicted that the Cavaliers in the NBA would come back from a 3-1 deficit. I did not predict that. I, I, it was an exciting ride because they did. And if you don't know what that means, so how the NBA playoffs work is this is a series of seven games and it's best of seven. So basically, you need to win four out of the seven to win the series. So if you win four in a row, you win. If you win... Three, they win two. The one team needs to win one more. The other team needs to win two more, etc., etc. You know, that's how it goes. And in NBA history, in the NBA Finals, no one has ever come back from a 3-1 deficit. This being that one team had won three games and the other team had only won one. So it was tied, not tied, but it was set up as a 3-1 deficit in the Golden State Warriors' favor. And at that time, they looked dominant. They looked like there was no chance for the Cavs. They looked like there was no hope for the Cavs. And so everyone was saying, oh, the Cavaliers are terrible. They need to just not even try. LeBron needs to go back to Miami. He's never going to win another championship. The, all the hate and the hate. But something crucial happened. I told the people who know me that this was the turning point. And then the Curry family pushed over the edge with their behavior in Game 6. And the perfect storm came came together, and the Cavaliers made history and won three games in a row to win the NBA championship, to end the Warriors' historic season so they will never be in the conversation ever again for being the best team ever. It will never happen because they're not. They're just not the best team ever. Because you didn't finish the deal. I saw a funny meme the other day that said, uh, saw Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, who were on the 95-96 Bulls team. If you heard a couple episodes back, that is considered to be the best team of all time in NBA history. And they said, well, 73-9 is nice, but 72-10 and 10 has a nice ring to it. Obviously, the emphasis on the ring because the 72-10 and 10 Bulls won the championship as the Warriors failed to do so. So they're not even in the conversation. They're not even considered to that great regular season. Nobody cares because guess what? It's like the the wild uh, the Kentucky Wildcats that won all their games in the season but didn't win the tournament. 
So guess what? Nobody cares. It's cool. Yeah, you went undefeated one season. Whoop de doo. Guess who has the banner in their gym? Duke University. And that's all that people care about. That's all they really remember. Your season will be forgotten. The Warriors season will be forgotten. You'll see in a statistic, best NBA record. Warriors, 73-9. Oh, that's cool. Did they win the championship that year? No. Well, never mind that. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's the that is the reality of it. Sorry, folks, and uh, sorry, bandwagon fans of Warriors, but we knew this was going to happen. Not that it was necessarily a 3-1 deficit, but the unraveling of the team is more so what, what's going on. And so that I think that starts with, uh, you know, you got Draymond, who kicked LeBron, well, not kicked, kind of got into LeBron's uh, business down low, and everyone was like, well, that was a ridiculous foul. Here's the problem. Draymond Green had a resume of messing up, had a resume of making mistakes, and his resume ultimately led to his suspension in Game 5. And that was crucial because that Game 5 was at home for an opportunity for the Warriors to win the championship. And without Draymond Green, I'm not saying that he was the crucial key factor, but he was the beginning of the Cavs' chance to come back. So, going to game six, Warriors still act like they got this. Okay, we drop one, it's 3-2, but guess what? We'll just win at Cleveland like we did last year. We'll be champions, we'll be shooting champagne and all that, and we'll we'll be it'll be great. They get to Cleveland, and Cleveland plays Kyrie Irving. Though it wasn't yeah, LeBron. Kyrie played a great game that game, but that was before the game. He gets scored 41 points. LeBron scored 41 points in Game 6. And Steph Curry lost his mind in Game 6. He went ballistic because he fouled out. And I'm telling you, that was the beginning of the end. And now, congratulations to the Cleveland Cavaliers. They put it away in a very exciting Game 7. And I'm so happy to see LeBron finally cementing his legacy as one of the greatest players of all time. He was already great, but this is he's untouchable. Like, every LeBron hater, there's, you have nothing now. There's nothing for you to hate on. Well, you can, you're, there's still going to be haters. And there's still people who say, oh, well, he didn't win as many Michaels. Well, that's not true yet. Oh, well, he lost too many times in the finals. Well, Michael didn't make it to that many finals. So, it's always, I don't say he's better than Michael. That's not even the conversation we're trying to have. I don't like. I don't want to compare. Michael Jordan was a great player. I like watching his highlights. I never really got to watch him because I didn't live and in that era of basketball, but I mean, I l- just wasn't aware of what was going on. But I live in the era of LeBron James, and I severely enjoy watching incredible talent. And so I'm very happy for him. I'm happy for the city of Cleveland. It's been a long time. Never had an NBA championship before, so this is good. This is a great thing, and I am glad for the Cavaliers, and I am glad to see LeBron just put it to business and show how to get it done. So. That is your current update in the NBA. The Cleveland Cavaliers are the champions. It was significant for NBA history because it had never been done before. It was big news for Cleveland. It was the biggest collapse for the Warriors. Awesome. Just everything happening. It was a good time. And LeBron James, fun fact for you, scored first in every category. Rebounds, assists, scoring, yada, 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 steals, blocks. Yeah, that's a big deal. He won the uh, NBA Finals MVP uh, unanimous, duh, obviously. I can't, I've heard people like, Skip Bell was like, Kyrie should have won that. Are you kidding me? 
You've never had a player score first in every category you want to give to Kyrie. Kyrie was great. Don't get me wrong. Kyrie played awesome. And his shot over Steph to really seal the deal was awesome. But guess what? LeBron consistently getting it done. Almost averaging a triple-double every night. I mean, the guy was a monster. It was awesome. And that's just me talking about sports. If you don't like sports that much, you know what's going on. Cleveland Cavaliers have won the championship. That's great. And I think there's some big questions for the Warriors as they had such a collapse at the end of the season. And I'm glad to see that because they need some adversity. Everything was too easy for them this year. uh, And uh, they didn't have to fight through much, in my opinion. I think the Thunder was their biggest challenge. uh, And that was the first time they had to taste adversity because throughout the season they just... They swamp teams. And I'm glad to see that uh, cockiness and pride doesn't get you to... And everyone's like, well, LeBron's this. No, I think the Warriors have adopted a mentality of pride and um, cockiness. And I think that absolutely got to them. So, but you know, let's say you probably read the title of this podcast and you realize that this, this was not what the title was. You're right. We're going to be talking about something... Really important that has just happened, and maybe you're not entirely sure what it is, but you've been seeing it on Twitter, you type in Google anything, and it's there. You're wondering, what is Brexit? Yes, that's a big deal. Brexit is the big thing that came up, really just came swarming in this week, although it was on the verge, but people were preparing for this vote, and what Brexit is, is this, this thing called the European Union. And all the European states are in this union. And the vote was for the Britain to decide whether they wanted to be in this union or exit, as Britain and exit put together would be Brexit, exit this union. And you might be sitting here as an American, if you're listening, or anywhere else, that you're like, I don't really understand the implications of that decision, and I don't understand why this is such a big deal, but I see on social media that apparently this is a really big deal. It is a big deal, because it is uncharted territory. I think that's going to be the best way to sum up, but we're going to really get into it. So the European Union's been around for a while, and Britain's been a part of it for a good bit of time. And so... Really, what Brexit people think is going to happen, because they did vote, and if you are not informed already, you are now informed that Brexit succeeded and Britain is exiting the European Union, and that has some implications. And we're going to read some reactions from some famous people. We're going to see. We're going to talk about kind of the implications on us as a country in the U.S. and try to figure out what exactly does this have to do with you and. Hopefully, by the end of this, not hopefully, you will be somewhat more informed and educated to be able to talk about this in constant conversation, because I'm telling you, it will come up. So this is what Brexit wants to happen. They believe that the Britons have taken a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to restore Britain's sovereignty, because in the European Union, it was kind of the Union controlling the European states. I don't mean control like a, a bad thing. It didn't seem to be a bad thing. But it's Britain saying, we want to be our own entity. We want to be us. It was like America separating and saying, we want to be America. So that ultimately seems positive, right? You seems to be indicated. Uh, they say that the institutions of the EU, which is the European uh, United thing, 
Um, is inherently undemocratic and argued that laws that affect the UK should be decided by bureaucrats in Brussels, not by the EU. Um, and so basically, they're hoping that they have the opportunity to be their own entity and no longer be t- decided on by this union. They don't. They want to say if we want to decide something, we're going to decide something. Not the EU. Britain will. Britain, Great Britain, will be doing that. That's what they think. So that's what they want. Really, it's almost a a a, a want for this concept of freedom because they don't feel like they're free. And there's been a lot of upraising. I mean, uh, uh, uproar about this because the. the the people in Britain are wondering if the vote was so heavily on the millennial side because the millennials think they understand what this is going to do. But a lot of people think uh, the other way, and they're saying this is the most crazy thing we've ever done. I cannot believe we've done this. It is bad, it's not good, and it's not going to help Britain. There's a lot of implications for it. Uh, Brexit says that it is our very, the very principles of our democracy, the rights of all of us to elect and remove the people who make the key decisions in our lives. So, uh, I mean, that's what they think. And the EU is telling them that this is really not going to help you. That's what a, a lot of people are saying. They, they, the people in the EU, the prime minister of the UK was not for this. They're telling the people this ultimately will hurt you. This is not going to let you do what you think it's going to let you do. If anything, it's going to have to make you rework, uh, rework tons of things, trade deals, your border control, everything. It's all going to be on you, Britain. Are you ready to handle that? That's what the EU's thinking. It's saying, listen, and you think this is a great idea. You think independence. You think that we're so blind and cruel and whatever. But I want you to understand, says the EU, that when you Brexit, it's all on you. Okay, and there's a lot of implications because you were enjoying the success of a union that was had a united thing with everybody and it worked in your benefit. Now it's all you. Everything's you. And even more significant, you want to think that this is crazy enough is the prime minister just came out and said listen you guys decided you voted i tried to tell you this is not what i think we should do so what i'm going to do is i'm going to resign the prime minister resigned so clearly this is a big deal this is a big deal i don't know what implications this has with the queen now I don't know I have this implication with the prime ministership now when now you have to have someone lead in this new area for Britain. But Brexit became a big deal. And you need to know about it because Brexit even has implications on our political race as well. Mainly in the favor of Trump, it seems to look like. Because Brexit seems to say we're tired of the establishment. We're tired of the governmenting ruling union that's telling us what to do we want to do what we want to do as the people that's what brexit thinks they are saying and and i you know i'm going to tell you that brexit has gotten some backlash from some heavy characters uh popular actors and uh, writers and i just want to read a couple of their comments but uh one most notably being jk Rowling said this is what happens When you try and fix a faulty watch with a hammer, you you, you get that? So basically it's saying, yeah, she understands that the European Union hasn't been 
perfect. But this is what happens when you're like, I don't think the watch is working. Hit it with a hammer. And that's what she's saying Brexit has done. They're like, okay, there's things that could have been worked at in the European Union. But you know what? Don't worry about it because what we're going to do is we're going to smash what has been in place and we're going to just try something entirely new. That's not a good thing. According to Ms. J.K. Rowling, who tends to be a relatively smart person, she said Scotland will seek independence now. Cameron's legacy will be breaking up two unions. Neither needed to happen. James Camden says, I can't get my head around what's happening in Britain. I'm so sorry to the youth of Britain. I fear you've been let down today. Zane uh, Malik says, it's very sad to see society so fragmented. ESP, in terms of regions, generations, and class, we need to pull together now to make it work. Yeah, because, I mean, it's happened now. Uh, Niall Horan says, it's a sad day. The economic impact that it is going to have is definitely going to make these voters regret their decision. So there's been a lot upward that this economically is going to have some issues. Now, in the stock market, it did have some percentage drops in certain areas, but it wasn't huge. But the overall grand scheme of the economic plan might be affected, and we don't know. It's crucial to Brexit. We're going to get there. I'm going to get to a point where maybe you can chew on and have educated conversations with people who really care about this, especially people I know in the stock market that some people are freaking out. So... Hugh Laurie says best of three, first hairline crack and plaster work. England fans will be paying 55 quid for a bottle of beer by Monday. Um, they're saying it's going to be... This uh, Modern Jam says tanking the global economy with Brexit, low-key into their queen, uh, high-key into racism. She don't have the range. I mean, just Britain, Doctor Who, accents, history, bad guy, doesn't have the range. I mean, just... Over and over. Say goodbye to croissants, people. Delicious croissants. We're stuck with crumpets for... I mean, just... Just... There's... Tons of people are upset. And... You know? Uh, I, I thought the funniest one was... Do you see uh, Chef Ramsay? You know, that Hell's Kitchen guy? And... He, they put a picture of the European Union flag over his face... And if you've ever seen the episode where he puts the pieces of bread on the girl's head and says, what are you? And then they have a picture of the girl's head saying, an idiot sandwich. And the picture is covered by the Britain flag. So, implicated that the European Union is looking at Britain with the uh, bread pieces next to their head and saying, what are you? And Britain's looking at them saying, an idiot sandwich. Because this, this seems to a lot of people seems to be bad. So, what do you need to think about Brexit? What do you need to know as I, I, my listening audience tends to be in the USA, but it can't be anywhere, but what do you need to know about Brexit? So, there's a lot of people think this is a great new area for Brexit. This is independence. This is freedom. There's a lot of people say you have broken out of a system that wasn't that whack and just needed some work. Just up and leaving is not how to do it. It's equating to like a relationship. There's going to be problems, but just leaving is never the answer. So what do you think about it? How do you talk educated about it? How do you look at Brexit and say, okay, me as an educated, informed citizen of the United States of America or anywhere, what do I think about Brexit when someone asks you? 
This is what I think. This is my big thought. I see, Brexit, if it had been voted that they would remain, things would relatively stay the same. Right? The same economy, the same trade deals, the same border control, the same establishment. And it would still have some time for the European Union and Britain to work through maybe any disagreements that were going on. But now, with the result of the vote being that Brexit is, in fact, exiting... These are the implications, in my opinion, is it is uncharted territory. It's unknown. I think people are jumping the gun saying this is the result. We don't know that yet because everyone looked at America and said this is the result. They will die out there. We didn't. We made it. We were okay. It took a while and it might seem bad initially, but maybe this is a good thing for Britain. I'm not sure, but I don't think that's a cop-out answer is me saying the Brexit vote has resulted in an uncharted territory of one that we don't see this happen in countries anymore. So this will be us observing a nation of the nation of Britain making a decision to seek the sovereignty of themselves and to seek their own personal freedom outside of a union. And now we are going to examine to see how it goes. And I'm telling you, I think there's more countries in the European Union that are watching Britain saying, how well does that work for them? Because if it does, maybe we should consider it too. So my answer to Brexit is we need to watch and see because this could be a very, very good thing for Brexit and it could be resulting in a very, very poor thing for Britain. Anywho, thank you for listening to Big Thoughts today. I want you to be informed on Brexit. I want you to be informed what's going on in the world. Those are, I think, the two biggest events that went on. This is, world is crazy, and there's always going to be Big Thoughts. We're going to try to get you Big Thoughts on everything you want to hear. So you hear something you want to be talked about, tweet at Baker. Thoughts. Me. Trevor Baker at TechBaker42 and I'll try to bake it up with a thought. That's what we're going to be doing. This show is going to keep going. It's going to get better and better and it's going to keep you as an informed citizen. Thank you for listening to Big Thoughts. I'm Trevor Baker. A little bit of this and a little bit of that and a whole lot of everything. This is Big Thoughts. Thanks for listening.